when this kid takes on the town... Boy, that Pippi has really done it this time. ...she turns it totally upside down. She's a daring delight. I'm walking on the ceiling. And a master of flight. Full of surprises. And great with disguises. <laughs> the most magical kid you've ever met. The New Adventures of Pippi Longstocking, rated G. Start Friday at a theater near you. Welcome to So What's the Problem, where we rewatch a movie from our youth to determine if it's problematic by today's standards. I'm Jen. And I'm Jimmy, and Jen hates me. Today we'll be discussing what? the new adventures of Pippi Longstocking, which was released in the US on the 29th of July 1988, and I have no date for the UK release. Um, it was written and directed by Ken Anakin and stars Tammy Aaron, Eileen Brennan, Dennis Duggan, David Seaman Jr., Corey Crowe, and Dick Van Patten. Jimmy and I have each thought of three problems the movie has, and we also uh, supposedly each have a positive. <laughs> um, the description of this movie is uh, Pippi Longstocking falls off her father's pirate ship and washes up in a small coastal town in Florida. Before long, she is influencing the local children with her mischief-making and infectious attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have no history. This is the first time I've ever seen it. Uh, so what's your history? Um, I saw it in the theater. All right. I, I don't remember what my history was before then. I should have asked my mom. Because um, I feel like I was really excited to see it. Like, I don't know if I was a Pippi fan before that. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I just thought it looked good. Um, I do remember after the movie came out, renting some of the Swedish movies at the video store. But um, yeah, I saw right, the theater yeah. and I... I loved it. And um, about, I don't know, around 15 years ago when I worked at Borders Bookstore, uh, one day I saw that we got this in on DVD and I got so excited. I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen Pippi in years. I'm going to buy it. And I only opened it for this episode. Um, it still had <laughs> it still had the tape at the top that says the name of the movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, hadn't, I hadn't even taken that off yet. So... Uh, yeah, um, this was my first time watching it since I was a small child. Right, and what do you think of it now? Sometimes small children like movies that aren't great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, right, well, I I knew who Pippi Longstocking was um, when I was a kid. And I saw trailers for this um, on VHS tapes that I rented out at the time. So I knew it existed, but I just never saw it. I just I never read it out because I don't know if we ever got it. Because like I said, I can't find a, a release date for the UK, but I'm sure it must have been released here at some point. I'm sure it's been released on VHS and DVD since, but I just never got right to seeing it when I was younger. And watching it now, I'm like, well, it's okay for a children's film. And there's some good stuff in it. Sorry, mm-hmm. it's okay for a 1980s children's film <laughs> and it's got some good stuff in it. But I was pretty much bored mm-hmm. um, throughout the majority of it and it didn't help that I was watching it on a browser and I had to keep buffering. So this one hour, 40 minute movie took me about five hours to fucking watch. <laughs> no. um, and I still haven't seen the ending. 
So, as far as I know, Pippi dies in the fire. I know she doesn't. <laughs> um, she actually takes her gun and shoots the children. Oh, good. Good. Because, of course, Pippi has a gun. Yeah. Yeah, well, this will be interesting then, because you didn't get to see the whole thing, and I thought we were recording last week, so I watched it over <laughs> a week ago, and I've actually watched quite a few movies and quite a few episodes of iZombie since then, so yeah, I've already forgotten some of what I watched. So, But for, yeah. I can tell from my notes I have multiple problems, like right, more than I need. The last thing that I saw was Pippi saving the monkey, saving Mr. Nelson and jumping off the thing onto the thing and then it cut off again. I was like, fuck, I've got like two minutes before <laughs> I need to record. <laughs> so I missed the ending, so I don't know what happened. I'm assuming everyone loves her now and and she lives happily. In fact, I only know how it ends because I read the Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> so I know her dad comes back, but she stays with the kids. So I have I have watched every movie um we've done for this podcast, like usually within 48 hours before we record, I have watched mm-hmm. the movie, but there have been a couple times where I was running out of time and I thought, I've seen it enough. I could just look at the Wikipedia page. Yeah. And I've never done that, but there have been times where it's like, they give so much information on those Wikipedia pages. I could just do it. Well, if it's a movie that I haven't seen, then I try not to because I want to watch the whole thing. Yeah. But if it's a movie I've seen millions of times, like Portergeist. I didn't really need to focus on Pottergeist when I was watching it because I knew it off by heart. Mm-hmm. But like some movies like that, I can do that with. But then this, I, I, I was like, I want to watch. I don't want to watch it, but I want to watch it for the yeah. podcast. Uh, but yeah, anyway, let's just get into our problems. So, what is your first one? So, the one of the only things I remembered about this movie at all um, was uh, the song at the beginning. I still mm-hmm. remembered a lot of that, and like if I think about the movie. Like, even before I watched it last week, like, I would still get the song in my head. Mm -hmm. And so when it started, I was, like, kind of excited, you know, because it was just, like, the song from my childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the song kept going. Yep. And it kept going. Yep. And it kept going. Yep. It went on way too long. I couldn't handle it. Like, by the end of it, I wanted to kill myself or someone. I don't know. Well, the problem with the song is, and I've written this down as well, it has a verse. It starts off with a verse. And I think it has, it's got the chorus, then it has another verse, but mm. then it has the chorus again about another 15 times, and the chorus just keeps going and going and going and going, and it's like, right, could you not just have, like, added another verse to the song, instead of just singing the same fucking thing about Pippi constantly, add something else in there? Yeah. And it, it this does sort of go into my first problem, which is, it's a musical, but only kind of a musical. <laughs> yeah, that was that was going to be one of my problems, or it, I'd thought about it, is that it want, it's like a half-assed musical. That absolutely is. It's like, because there's a scene where all the kids are cleaning, and Pippi starts singing, but then another woman starts singing over the top. And and it's it sounds like Pippi's singing along with someone, mm-hmm. but then Pippi stops singing and the woman just keeps on singing, but the woman's not there. It's like they're listening to a song on the radio or something, and she's singing along to it. And that happens a couple of times, and it's like, are you, I mean, I read that, that Tammy Erin was actually hired because she could sing, but mm-hmm. like, why not let her sing <laughs> instead of having someone else sing over the top of her? It's very, very strange. It was It's kind of confusing to me about what it was supposed to be. Um, can I tell you something about Tammy Erin? <clears throat> so apparently she's very nice. Um, I have a friend who met her when she came into their bar last year. Um, she married somebody from Oklahoma, and she actually lives at Grand Lake, which is where my father-in-law lives. Right. 
So she's there have been some spottings of her in Tulsa. So yeah, apparently she's an Oklahoma gal now. <laughs> My friend got a picture with her. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. So gorgeous. <laughs> it's upsetting to me how beautiful she is. <laughs> but now I hope I hope to run into her someday and then I can genuinely say I've watched it recently and that I found her charming. Okay, right. Although some of the reviews did not did not. Somebody I some of the reviews were were not nice to her. Right. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. Um <laughs> I don't understand if it's supposed to be a, it's supposed to be a musical. It's 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 classed as a musical. The Wikipedia entry entry says it's a it's a musical. But it's just uh, it just doesn't work as a musical. It's just very that's strange. What is your second problem? My second problem is when so when they're throwing the ice cream, which already is a problem for me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because how is that enjoyable for anyone? And somehow kids have full ice cream cones, even though it was thrown. <laughs> that makes no sense to me. But then when it shows the kids throwing the ice cream, like they finish throwing their ice cream and then they run away from the ice cream, their hands are clean. Yeah. They don't have ice cream on their hands. How how are you not covered in ice cream after throwing the ice cream? <laughs> yeah, I knew something like that. I knew you were going to pick something to do with the ice cream throwing. I just knew it. <laughs> the whole thing. Where's the food? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it, the whole thing was very upsetting to me. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you what, if Xander watched it, it would be upsetting to him too. He's a kid. Who, like, he doesn't like peanut butter jelly sandwiches because the jelly gets, like, on his hands <laughs> and gets sticky. Mm. So, like, the idea of throwing the ice cream, I'm like, what kind of sadistic child <laughs> thinks that looks fun for more than, like, five seconds? I know. Like, that's not me. That's not my kid. I I cannot relate. I, I, I automatically thought of you when they started throwing it. Yeah. So my second problem is, What's with the computer sound effects when um, Pippi does something like backflips or when she lifts Mr. Blackheart up? Like, there's some really weird, like, beep boop, beep boop sounds. It's so funny because I was sitting here looking at my, my notes and I'm like, I have two problems to choose from for my last one and I couldn't figure it out. And mm-hmm. you just took one from me. Um, yeah. So that makes it easier. Yes, the sound effects are annoying and I don't... Yeah. I don't understand. Um, also, I just, I know this has nothing to do with it, but like, I'd forgotten that she kind of has like kind of a magical element to her. Mm-hmm. And my memory had been that like, you don't know if she's lying or not. Mm-hmm. But then, and then when the movie started <laughs> and you see her on the pirate ship, it's like, oh no, she is telling the truth, at least about some of it. And I think yeah. I think the movie would have been more interesting if you kn- if you don't know if she's telling the truth at least not till the end. She admits at the end that she is lying though. Well, the the, the end that I saw because I didn't see the actual end. But when she's talking to the the glue man, yeah, the glue man says I walked up the 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 wall, and she says, uh, "Well, I've heard some whoppers, and I've said some whoppers. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's a lie, big lie, even for me." And it's like, well, so you've just admitted that you do lie sometimes. Um, yeah, no, but- I, I, I did notice that, but clearly some of the stuff she's telling is the truth. And the chick yeah. can jump in weird ways and flip and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it's like, and that's cool. Like, watching that is cool. She got hired partially because she's a gymnast. The sound effects mm-hmm. make it less cool. Yeah, because she lifts up Mr. Blackheart, whatever his fucking name is, um, when he's in the house and she takes him outside uh, down the stairs. And the, the the sound effects is like, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. and I'm like, are they trying to say she's a robot or something? Because she can <laughs> lift a grown man. 
I don't. I didn't understand. I mean, I knew that Pippi Longstocking in the books, she has like she's strong, and they don't really mention that she's strong. It's just a thing that you know Pippi's just strong, and that's basically it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just the, the sound effects here just make it sound like it's that she's something that she's not. Do you know? It's yeah. like, and they don't really answer it anyway. So it's she can just do these things, which is fine. I like that. It's like, yeah, she can do these things. It, we don't need to talk about it. But the sound effects just make it worse for me. <laughs> Before you say your third problem, I know, I know you're trying to rush for time, but I need to try and fill a wee bit of time. So my sister, uh, who's thirty years old this year, she turned thirty in April. Uh, she has a doll. Um, it's like a sort of rag doll type thing, uh, and she's had it since she was a child, and it's called Pippi, and she still has this doll. She's had this doll since she was about five or six, mm-hmm. and it's blonde. But my sister's had this doll for twenty five years or whatever, and I just wanted to bring that. <laughs> okay. And it's got the kind of dress that Pippi Longstocking wears. So I don't know if like we don't know what it is originally, what it was, mm-hmm. but it's kind of Pippi Longstocking esque. It's just blonde. Uh, so what is your third problem? Okay, so um, if you hadn't said sound effects, I would have said sound effects because that one <clears> for this. Because I forgive some of my annoyance, the things that annoy me when it's in a kids movie. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean it's for kids, whatever. But one thing yeah. I hate in movies is when there's a montage of scenes we've seen in the movie. Because yeah. we've been there for a couple hours, we remember it. Mm-hmm. And at the end, there's a montage from the movie, like, and you may have missed it, but there's a montage of all the stuff Pippi did and stuff like that and all the fun they had. I don't need mm-hmm. that. I hate that. It's in a lot of movies. For some reason, the first one I think of is Chasing Amy. There's there's a montage like that in Chasing Amy where I'm like, I saw this stuff. I understand what happened in their relationship. Yeah. I don't need to... Which, uh, fun fact, I saw Kevin Smith last night and it was delightful. Oh, cool. Yeah, I saw Clerks 3, and uh, he did a QA and a after, and he went over by an hour. Right. And uh, it was fun, except for the fact that I went with a friend who got smashed and uh, was annoying. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Was Kevin Smith crying? Because he always seems to cry these days. Um, if he cried, I missed it. Oh. <laughs> because I had to miss part of it because I lost my friend. Right, okay. He, he, well, he got mad. The first question, the answer was 30 minutes. Right. And he was like throwing a fit about it. And I'm like, dude, this is what he does. Like he has an evening with Kevin Smith where he goes on for two or three hours. And it's an answer to one question. Dude knows what he's going to say. He's just waiting for you to ask a question. <laughs> and he was like, well, I don't like it. Like he he should be answering questions. I'm like, would you rather hear spend a bunch of time hearing people ask awkward questions or have him just answer a couple and you get to hear him talk? Like he he didn't seem to get that like. We're there to hear Kevin Smith talk. I hate listening to people ask questions at Q and A's because it's so awkward. Yeah, uh, Chasing Amy has that montage at the end, and it makes me so angry. And this had that montage, and it just—I don't know—it makes me feel like they think I have no memory of what I just saw. Yeah, it's—I feel like there've been a couple of exceptions where I was okay with it, um, and I wish that when they did those type of things, that because most movies have deleted scenes, I wish they would like throw in stuff from deleted scenes. Yeah, that would be cool. Um. There's a montage in, like, a whole thing in uh, Thor, Love, and Thunder where we see moments of him and Jane from, like, I guess, in between movies. And that's how I wish they would be, where it's like, we get to see a bunch of little things we didn't get to see. And since every scene moves the plot forward, 
um, or usually does, then the scenes we're seeing are things that are like kind of out of the ordinary. Like it's more fun if you see scenes of them doing other things, maybe that aren't them fighting or whatever about the conflict. And it's just like, we're just watching the same shit with like Pippi riding her horse down the street and stuff like that. And yeah, I just, I just, I hate it. Cause I'm just like, we just saw this and it's such a waste of my time. Yeah. I hate it when movies do that, but I also hate it when like TV shows do it. I understand if it's like TV shows that are on weekly. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of Netflix TV shows do it, like binge, binge-worthy TV shows do it, and it's like, why do that when I probably have just watched the episode that you're showing a clip from, uh, like a minute ago or something? Yeah. Or you know, at least half an hour ago or whatever. I I know this, and I hate it when movies do it too. But like, if it's a murder mystery or something, or if it's something that you have to be paying attention to. And they show you, like, reminders, and that's not too bad. But just, like, just to remind you that these kids had an adventure is a bit pointless. Because we know, we watched it for an hour and a half. An hour and a half. Well, I didn't. <laughs> we watched it for about an hour 25 or something, because fucking browser. <laughs> so my my final problem might be controversial. Yeah, is it Tammy Aaron? <laughs> it's the kid actors. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy Ann tries, right? She really mm-hmm. does. And um, I, I I, don't think it's her fault. I think the director, who's also the writer, doesn't really... I don't know if he just didn't give a shit. There's a couple of uh, adult actors who aren't giving good performances either. Mm-hmm. It, it seems as though that a lot of the kids are just do, doing like one take and then that's it. It's like, I'll do it this way. That's fine. Carry on to the next one. You know, and it's like mm-hmm. maybe two, at least another couple of takes. I mean, it's it's not just like Tammy Ern. It's also like see, like the head girl, the head girl of the orphanage, when yeah. t- uh, Pippi and the other two kids walk over and start talking to them. She says "back off" because it's against the rules. But I genuinely thought she said "fuck off," <laughs> and I think that's because of the way the way she says it. And it's like, well, if I heard it that way, then surely somebody else did. Mm-hmm. So why did the director ask it to do a take, second take of that? Tammy Ern actually improved her acting as an adult. Hasn't been in any films or anything, but I saw her sex tape and she, her acting was better than that. Uh... All right. I'm joking. I haven't seen the sex tape. I found it. Okay. I was like, that seems really out of character for you. (laughs) I was just kind of shocked because I was just like, I have trouble buying that. Like, that that doesn't seem like you at all. So, okay. That makes me feel better. Honestly, though, I could watch it because she's the one that sold the rights to it. Yeah. She she put it out there herself. So, you know, good honor for doing that. Mm-hmm. I only found out today she had a sex tape and I wanted to make a, a bad acting joke. That was a good joke. I just, I was in shock. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, but I still wouldn't watch it. it well, first of all, I don't yeah. watch Liberty Sex Tapes. Um, no. But second of all, because she did it because the guy was threatening to release it. Like, she had, she didn't have a choice. It was going to get released somehow, so she just did it herself, which is badass. Right. But like, she didn't do it because she wanted to. It's it's a whole murky thing, all that sex tape business. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the the kids aren't the best actors, but then there's a couple of adults who aren't great either. Yeah. So I just don't think the director really cared. This is the director's last movie. Mm-hmm. 
what is your positive? I have thought of one. Um, my positive, it's sort of the opposite of your third problem. Um, because I don't think the children's acting is amazing, and I don't necessarily think that Tammy Aaron is amazing, which isn't surprising because you know she hadn't really acted before. I don't think. No, no. But even though the acting isn't like the best. Mm-hmm. I find I still find her charming, like especially. No, no she is. She's likable. And she as is. the movie goes on, especially, um, she wins you or wins me over, um, mm-hmm. with because she's just charming and she just like, she's just kind of a ball of light. Like you kind of get why these kids are so attracted to her, mm-hmm. um, even if the thing she's doing annoy you as an adult. My God, beautiful! Like <laughs> I when I saw the pictures of her, um. In Tulsa, I was like, wow, that's a, you know, gorgeous woman. And I'm just like picturing her with those pigtails and everything. And then watching the movie, I was like, she was gorgeous back then, especially when she's like in school and she doesn't have the pigtails. <laughs> no wonder she went on to modeling right after this, you know? Yeah. Um, like I looked to see she hadn't done a lot of acting, but she she yeah. did a lot of modeling. Um, but she I just found her really charming. And, and, and she was she made the movie not a terrible experience for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not, I wasn't pointing out really Tammy Aaron because the other two kids are worse than her. I do like Pippi. I think mm-hmm. Pippi is, um, just some of her line delivery is not great and it's, it's just, but, uh, but the character I like, but some of the other actors, like, the, like I mentioned that the head girl is terrible mm-hmm. and I've seen her in other things as she's got older. She was in a TV show called The Last Ship, but I watched the first four seasons of or something and she was in that. Um, and she's done a lot of stuff, but yeah, there is there is there is worse actors than Tammy Aaron in it. My positive, and I couldn't really think of it. <laughs> I wanted to just say Pippi, but I'm gonna say the monkey and the horse. Okay. So yeah, because the monkey is voiced by Frank Welker, and I just wanted to mention that again because I met Frank Welker um a few weeks ago at Scotland Comic Con. And I've said that before, but I'm saying it again, damn it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the horse is voiced by Michael Bell, who is another popular voice actor from the like the 80s. He did a lot of voices in Transformers and G.I. Joe and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But he is probably more famous for being the voice of Drew Pickles in um, Rugrats. Okay. But he also voices Chucky's dad in Rugrats. Oh, Chucky's dad makes me sad. Yeah, and... Drew Pickles' his father-in-law. So mm-hmm. he does all the dads, basically. And <laughs> okay. um, uh, Rugrats. So, yeah. The the monkey. The monkey's great. I love Mr. Nielsen. He's great. Uh, and the horse. It scared me when that horse was walking down the stairs. Because horses really shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. It, it kind of freaked me out. I was like, because she said the horse isn't, well, the horse was in the attic. And it's like, right, so how does the horse get down from the attic? But then it starts walking down the stairs, and I'm like, oh, fuck, that horse is going to fall and break his leg. <laughs> I was terrified for that horse. It's like, what are you doing? Don't show that. Just, like, have it chew up at the bottom of the stairs, and it's like, yeah, walk down. You know? Mm-hmm. Just have clip-clops. Clip-clop sounds in the background. Oh, there's, there's uh, what's it for? I can't even name the horse. But there's a horse walking down the stairs in the background. We can't see it. It's, you know... I was. I have now learned that I was four years old when I first heard about cannibals. Yeah, 
the cannibal stuff's a bit odd. Or sorry, six. I was six years old. Six. Yeah. Can- the cannibal stuff and the fact that she has a gun. Yeah. <laughs> like, she when she pulls out that gun, I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> yeah. Do you have any more notes about this movie? I do. Okay. Right. Are you, are you wanting to go? <laughs> no, I had something else I was going to say, but... Alright, no, that's okay. I just wanted to say about what you were saying there about the cannibals, though, is uh, I did get... <laughs> I did like the sort of nonchalant way she says, yeah, at the at the question, um, cannibals, do they still eat you? Yeah. She goes, yeah. I genuinely laughed at this because she says, that reminds me, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Pippi Pippi is kind of a badass. Like Yeah, she is. There's I there's a darker version of this film that I I have in my head that like I wish existed. Yeah, because it's like everyone's talking about cannibals and everyone else is just like, yeah, okay, fine, fair enough, cannibals. It's like it's not something you could just be, yeah, alright, okay, cannibals about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cannibals. (laughs) It's scary. Yeah, my notes just very, very quickly. Okay. There's there's a bit um there's an IMDb goof that I am going to rectify. Because in IMDb it says, After Pippi tries to sell the sewing machine and rushes around to the other door, it is green. When she opens it and pulls it open, the camera views from the inside, but she is pushing it and it is not green, but wooden. Well, all doors are wooden. But I see I see its point. When she opens the door, it's green on the outside, but then on the inside it's like sort of creamy colour. Mm-hmm. But that's wrong. Because the screen door is green, but the actual door is the wooden sort of creamy coloured door. There's two doors, so it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I watched this on Tubi, um, and underneath it, it in the um, You May Like section, it recommended me the Awful Babes in Toyland movie from 1986, which stars Drew Barrymore and Keanu Reeves. Oh my god, I have thought about picking that. <laughs> oh no, um... please don't, I hate it. <laughs> Well, the the thing is, well, first of all, I need to say I got the VHS for that at uh, McDonald's like, back yeah. when they would occasionally have have VHS that you could buy cheap with your meal. Yeah. But Drew Barrymore in that movie, not only does she, is that where we like really look alike? Like I looked the same at that age, but I remember when I was around the age she is in that movie, we watched it in class. Right. And she, if I remember correctly, she wears like a blue dress, like a blue jumper thing. And um, I had one that was very similar that I think I was even wearing at the time. And I remember my classmates looking at the TV and then looking at me and then looking at the TV. And it was like, I looked just like, like people said I looked like Gertie when I was little. Yeah. And I, I see that, but like, it's, it's Babes in Toyland where it's like, Mm -hmm. sometimes I see pictures from that movie and I'm like, was I in that movie? <laughs> like that's how how much alike we looked. Yeah. Um. And speaking of McDonald's, one of the other movies it recommends to me is Mac and Me. <laughs> um. And the Care oh, we Bear- are gonna have to watch that. Oh god. And the Care Bears movie too. Um. So thanks to me <laughs> for those recommendations <laughs> of terrible, terrible movies. Yeah, that's all my notes. So I I do need to go quickly because yeah. I have to go mourn uh, Chadwick Boseman for two hours and forty one minutes. Yeah. But, um, I did want to say like we talk a lot about nostalgia and how there'll be movies like this or whatever that we like, but we know it's just because we liked them when they were younger. Mm-hmm. And last night I saw Clerks three, mm-hmm. and I realized that also goes for 
new movies like that. <laughs> right. That, like, Clerks 3, and, you know, not knocking Kevin Smith. I love Kevin Smith, and I respect what he was doing with the movie, like, heart attack stuff or whatever. Yeah. Um, since he had a heart attack. I, I do get it. Um, it And I enjoyed it. I did enjoy the movie. I, I just feel bad talking saying anything bad about him because he just seems like such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it wasn't an amazing movie. And it's one of those things where I know I liked it so much more than I should have because of nostalgia. Yeah. And I just like, I was just thinking about that, like going along with, I mean, since that's something we talk a lot about, I mm-hmm. just wanted to like bring that up that that's, that's interesting to me. Like the idea that, if I just watched that movie and I like, if I just saw the Clerks movies for the first time now, mm-hmm. like maybe I would like the first one, but like, how much would I really like two and three? Yeah. Um. Or actually, I really like two, but although it's been a while since I saw it, mm-hmm. um, but like the third one, would I really enjoy it if it didn't feel like you're visiting old friends? Yeah, I sort of went off Kevin Smith movies. Uh. But I still like some of his older stuff. But I'm pretty dedicated to him. Like, I'm not a huge fan anymore. I don't listen to his podcasts or anything. But I've... And I think this probably does have to do with the fact that between podcasts and commentaries and specials that, like, I've spent hundreds of hours of my life listening to him. Yeah. Um. But I have a loyalty to him where <laughs> even though he's not... Especially since he started smoking weed all the time, I just don't think his movies are as good. Mm-hmm. Um. But I've been such a fan for so long and spent so much time listening to him that like i'll watch anything he does like i still watch all of his movies um i don't enjoy them the way i used to i don't get as excited for them Mm -hmm. as i used to but i do i do have that loyalty and um and you know i still paid money to and drove an hour and a half to go see him last night because i still have that loyalty and i love listening to him talk i do an hour and a half yeah, it was in Oklahoma City. It was in Oklahoma City. Um, okay, enough. And so, yeah, we went, um, my friend and I went and saw him last night. And it's and I knew we'd get our money's worth because it was a movie and a Q&A. And the Q&A was supposed to be an hour. Mm-hmm. But I'm familiar enough with Kevin Smith to know that was not going to be an hour. Yeah, and sure enough, it was almost two hours. Yeah. Um. At one point, his assistant or whoever it was, was like, he could he was joking about her kind of panicking because he he was like yeah she's holding up a sign saying i'm 35 minutes over and then he went and took another question like <laughs> he didn't give a fuck um like if you're a fan of kevin smith you are never disappointed in the amount of content you get or what you get when you go see him i think yeah i like i like his evening with stuff yeah and that's i mean that's basically what this was you mm-hmm. know it's yeah, yeah. like i it was almost 2 hours and i think he answered 5 questions Right. So, although if you listen to him enough, like, I mean, I knew a lot of the stories already, you know? Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to put that out there that, like, nos- the the idea that nostalgia, I just think it's interesting the way it, like, gets into new things. <laughs> yeah. No, fair enough. Um, so, next week, we're not doing a Thanksgiving movie because, um, I hate America. No, because, uh... <laughs> Because Thanksgiving week is usually the same week as St Andrew's Day. It's uh, celebrating the patron saint of Scotland. So I've decided to pick a Scottish movie next week. So we're doing Gregory's Girl, Gregory's Girl from nineteen eighty. Okay. Uh so that's next week. Um, and I'll be interested to hear what Jen thinks of that and if she can understand it. So <laughs> that's uh, that's all we have time for. Um, uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at Drop the Pilot Pod. At Shifty B is my Twitter. 
shiftybench.co.uk is the website. Contact the shiftybench.co.uk is the email address. Where can people follow you online, Jen? I am at Pilot Inspectors on Twitter. Excellent. Thank you all for listening. We'll speak to you all next time. Bye. Goodbye. Okay,